This episode of Uncancelled Culture, uh, we're talking about uh, deadbeat moms. We brought up deadbeat dads before, but uh, we're going to talk about deadbeat moms. And uh, we have a story coming up from uh, from an old buddy of mine. We're going to go over some comments and uh, anything else that pops up on this episode of Uncancelled Culture. back everybody this is uncancelled culture on porky i'm the louis louis he's got his flight he's still got his flights still got the flights how you been man what's going on oh man doing good actually wasn't a bad week wasn't a bad week i hear you were at i hear you were at an old san antonio favorite at an old san antonio favorite the (laughs) royal palace royal palace if if you're from san antonio you know what the royal palace is and if you don't then especially growing up in the in the 90s yeah that was uh that was the place to be i think that was the first place i made out that was (laughs) honestly for real i think that was the first place mine was a movie theater well i don't know we won't go there (laughs) we won't go there Nah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so how you been? I'm sorry. It's good, man. You know, like, it, you bring it up, right? And it was a place to be back in the 90s. But That's where everybody was at. <laughs> but it's it's actually coming back. Like, there's oh. actually, there's something there every single weekend. I've, I really? was there the past two weekends for for Quinceanera. So, yeah. Um, and they've actually redone it, so it looks a lot better now. Oh, I yeah. haven't been there. See, it, I haven't been there. It actually looks really good. I don't know if you remember when you would walk in, the stage was in the, all the way to the back. They had the dance floor all the way to the back, right? Right, right. Well, now it's right in the middle, and wow. so they have another bar in the back. They have a bar in the front. Uh, it's it's And it's, then they, the way they decorated, it's a lot better. It's so. all spiffy yeah. now. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, the old in the old days, it was just, it was, there was a place to be, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what? They just see smoky weekend. in there every time we walked in. <laughs> and it was the smoke from the last event exactly it wasn't the dj smoke it was was, there was some other smoke in there might have been asbestos i don't know right (laughs) you never know you never know oh man so so yeah you've been all right you've been been good man been good school started yet not yet youngins i think we got uh one more week are you serious one more week oh yeah 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 they start on the 21st so lucky we're going into our second week already oh so you're lucky or we're lucky no you're lucky how how do you figure? Because they haven't started school yet. Wait, so that means it, that means the fridge gets raided oh, yeah, four or sorry. five times a day. I forgot about that. Yeah, first of all, it was no pants July. Yeah, and now you know you you know you you think it's you empty fridge August. It's empty fr- exactly. You you think that you have like you know two hundred dollars usually last you a few weeks, right? That thing's lasting us a week, bro. 
if even I that. And I'm looking at those zebra cakes behind you. Yeah, I'm man. Ready to pop okay, them we're going through. Open, man. We're going through two gallons of milk a week. <laughs> Not even lying. Interesting question. So uh, now, see, we're going off on a tangent here. What kind of milk do you drink? Uh, two percent. Ah, see, remember back in the day? Oh yeah, whole milk. It was bro. just whole milk. It was whole milk. Like Nobody you would, they didn't even milk. have a section for two percent. It was like one little rack. <laughs> yeah. Now it they have a it's a whole section. Oh, you want two percent? It's on back order. We yeah. don't have it. Uh, oh, we might have some in the back. <laughs> it's like two days oh, left till it expires. If but. you want two percent, you're gonna have to just water it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people did. <laughs> People did. But well, yeah, 2%. Oh, man. So, yeah, we went off on a tangent there. Sorry. So, um, we got some uh, feedback. Uh, we also got some current events. Oh, man. Oh. I don't know. What do we want to talk about first, man? The the showdown. The rumble on the river. The What is it called? The um, <laughs> What was it called? Where was it at? Is it, was it Mississippi or Alabama? It was Alabama? In Alabama, but Alabama. what was the town name? Because How they, they know? Maybe it was a small town. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> they tried it in a small town. They tried it in a small town, bitches. <laughs> they effed around and found out. It's what you wanted. You wanted it in a small town, and they found out. That's right. Man, I, I didn't know exactly what was going on. And uh, Roxanne told me, she's like, you see that crap that's going on? I'm like, no. And then I saw little by little, and then it just blew up, man. And, and of course, where we get our news from, TikTok, uh, you know, the guys are making videos in Walmart, you know, carrying chairs. Oh, man. It was, oh, yeah, I know. I've, I've already <laughs> seen so many reenactments already. Man, they had one that was, uh, they like literally did it at a pool and they were doing the reenactment. Oh, I think oh I saw my that goodness. One. That thing was, I think I saw that thing that was good. It was oh, good. Oh, man. And, and they're dragging those people on, yeah. They're throwing them under the bus, dragging them in the river, so to speak. Yep. Yeah, they're beating them up, man. That was, that was funny. Montgomery. Was funny. Oh, is it Montgomery? Yeah, so they were calling it the Montgomery Tea Party. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's. It's. If you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure you have. Uh, you but if have you haven't to have seen, seen it, it. You gotta. You gotta go and 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 uh, dive into that one. Go to get TikTok, it. Dive like dive, the guy did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pun intended. No puns. Oh man. Well, anyway, we uh, we posed a couple of questions this week. Um, one of them, let me go over them. I believe one of them was, uh, if you could talk to your 18, well now, because we've have a, we have an older audience, I guess you can say. Yeah. But, uh, if you know, we're all in our forties <clears throat> or whatever. Yeah. We're, uh, we're there. Some we're of there. us, some of us, some are. of us are, yeah, some yeah. of us, but anyway, well, the, the question was, yeah. if you could talk to your 18 year old self, what would be the first thing you would tell them? And we had some feedback. We had we had some comments. You you have any that you wanna you wanna start um, off with? Um, the one who was the first one that we did. Um, you wanna okay? Well, Christy said, uh, "Save your money." Again, this is talking to her eighteen year old self. Yeah. Uh, save your money. Keep doing you. Don't let family or friends decide your future. How often does that happen? Does we, it have like? Like your son went to the to your the son Force. went to yeah. the Air Force. Yeah. Like, what kind of decision did he make? Like, was that something because your dad? So or he his uh, grandpa. I didn't know, right? I didn't know, but he said that um, he had already been thinking about it for a while, ah, and okay. he wanted to because he wanted to follow in in oh, my okay. dad in grandpa's footsteps, right? Right. right. Um, and I didn't know that, and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know, I that that's that's awesome. Um, but it does happen. It does happen, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you like this. I was talking to a young man yesterday mm -hmm. at the kitchenette that we were at, and when we were talking about 
I, I posed the question to him or not. I didn't pose it to him, but I told him this is a question that we have on the podcast because, of course, I'm always promoting it. Right. So right. I'm like, hey, you need to listen to this. Um, and so I telling him and I said, let me tell you something that I wish people would have would have said. Right. To me. Right. Don't. If somebody tells you no. And you really want to do it. Don't take no for an answer. Hmm. go for it right you know right. he was talking about hey i want to go uh, i, I want to go to the police department i want to go to the academy right i want to do this i want to do that right and i'm like great if that's your goal then don't do let anybody hold you back that's true you know I, I shared an experience my experience when when right out of high school you know i had a i had a small scholarship the the i forgot what it was the alamo whatever scholarship that we oh, had yeah. and i was going to palo alto and i was taking you know i went through my first semester did did great uh, my first semester, I took criminal justice one. Right. So my goal was I wanted to be in law enforcement. I wanted to be a detective. I wanted to, you know, go further. So my second semester, I was taking criminal justice two. Right. And I went through and the class was fine. The day of the final, I show up. Well, our our professor, he was a judge, Judge Judge Hale. I remember that, right? Oh, he, wow. was, he was pretty well known. He yeah. had some big cases here. And he had a case that day, so he had to uh, reschedule the, the final. So I see it, it says, you know, rescheduled to this date. Right. Perfect. Left, came back. Came back that day that it was supposed to be rescheduled for. And when I get there, there's nobody in class. Oh, shit. And I'm like, shoot, I guess they rescheduled it again. He maybe had another case, right? So yeah. I left. And come to find out, they had moved the class. They had, and I guess it was on the paper. I just never saw it. Oh. Right? So I end up not taking the final. I get an incomplete, and I lose the scholarship. Oh, shit. And instead of fi uh, like fighting for it and, and following up and... Right. I literally, to me, that was a no, right? right? It yeah, was yeah. basically then telling me you can't continue. Oh, and man. I didn't like, I, that was literally my last semester of college. Yeah. Right. My second year, my second semester. And I just, I let it go. Yeah. And I really wish, you know, if we want to, I know we keep talking about the regret question. <laughs> yeah, if, if any day. regrets, right? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, regret, one day. I regret that we haven't we, talked we, about we're this. We're going to regret. Regret. But I, I literally regret that I didn't teeth. continue. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that's the thing. But it was basically like being told no. And I was like, I, and I took it. Right. And right. I just went another route. Right. And, you know, the other route didn't take me into good places for a while. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at now. But it was uh, it was a struggle, man. You, you ended know? up going to Joe's Volcano. Joe's Volcano every Sunday much. night. Every Sunday night. Dude, we literally talked about that. We were talking about the balloon drop. <laughs> <laughs> the wet yeah. t-shirt contest the 70 it was 75 cent um, oh what was it 75 could, cent uh uh cherry well, vodka sours could, and no you could go to any dance club yeah, yeah atrium yeah. remember sharkies everywhere sharkies you could Hollywood. go and it was 75 cents something yeah. like they were charging 75 cents for water yeah because, like they would be going to drink sunrise. it yeah. oh tequila sunrise you know, cherry vodka oh, sours man Oh, I remember the atrium. Let me, oh, see, we're going off on yeah, a yeah, tangent yeah. here. But nah, I gotta tell my story. I gotta tell my story. So, uh, me and this friend, oh, uh, uh, Santaline. Oh, Santaline. Yeah, we we go and uh, we we go to uh, uh, what's that billiards place that was up there on San Pedro? Oh, Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Okay, well, they had to reopen Tiffany's because uh -huh. there was other stuff before they yeah, opened yeah, yeah. up again. So it was, it was, it was Tiffany's. Club, yeah. uh, so we go over there, right? And they had like fifty cent everything like <laughs> you name it you know whatever yeah yep. so we we were like okay we're gonna start off there and then we're gonna go to the atrium 
<laughs> so we're like, and then they had their 70 by cent yep, thing or whatever. Yep. So we're there playing pool, drinking, back, and then literally the girl was walking around with like mounds of like, oh yeah, just glass drinks already yeah, made. Yeah. yeah. So we we were just bam, 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 dude. We were we got so wasted we didn't even go to the atrium. We literally fell asleep in the parking. <laughs> wow, I remember those days. We don't but, do those, we don't do that anymore. But yeah, man, I mean, that's that's what we did. I'm sorry, that's what we did. Yeah. Anyway, we're way off topic here. Well, that was one of the that was one of the things that <laughs> that you know you would tell your 18 year old self. Um, we had some other we had some other comments as well. So we had um, Sabrina. Who's she, that? I don't know, man. She's, <laughs> name drop. We name drop Sabrina yeah, again. She's she's the new name drop. She's the new name we drop. We name drop Roger yeah. all the time, but now it's name drop Sabrina. So she said, um, "Don't take that break from college." Well, shoot, she just—I wish she would have told me that <laughs> yeah. when I was eighteen. Says, "Don't take that break from college. You're not gonna go back, and if you do, it's gonna be way down the road." And then number two, keep going. Nothing worth having comes easy. Of course. So again, I wish she was there to yeah. tell me when I was nineteen, eighteen, nineteen years old. Why weren't you there when I was in college playing ping well, pong? She, she all was day. four years old when and, I was, and, when and I was eighteen. <laughs> See, she was smart. Yeah, man. I needed that when I was in at a, Our Lady of the Lake playing ping pong all day. I wasn't going to classes. <laughs> I, was, I was in the what they called the UAC. It was the athletic place. Yeah. So they had the TVs and the oh, sofas yeah. and the ping pong tables. And, dude, I played ping pong all day. That was dropping classes left and right, bro. Yeah. I needed, I needed I, Sabrina I heard, back then to tell me, stay yeah, in school, stay fool. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what happened. That should have been on our last one. I needed one. you God, there God. last time, too, man. Well, we had um, we had Basil. What? Basil came on, and he said, Don't go out with Porky when you turn 21, <laughs> because you will get labeled as a bad influence. <laughs> You know, man, that's another story in itself, bro. And I, I gotta apologize for Basil, man. My- you, you know, I, I, I had heard the stories, right, man. I had heard. I mean, because we all went out a few times, but I know y'all, y'all, y'all went out a little bit more frequent than oh, I did. Oh um, my god! But wow, <laughs> you know, when we went to a certain occasion that y'all had, and we showed up, and he was like, "They're just looking at me, yeah. like, yes, I'm the bad influence guy." And oh, I was like, oh man, I, I'm sorry, man. Man, sorry, I brother. felt, I felt bad for Basil, man. He didn't need, he didn't need all that. He didn't need all that, man. He he got labeled that back in, uh, <laughs> back in two thousand, bro. Because I I ended up spending New Year's with him. Oh man! And my my mom was incensed. She was yeah pissed, Living, right? Because yeah, yeah. you know we spend New it Year's with our family, family yeah. and then that that one day, and it was it was the millennial, you know, the millennium thing, you know. Yeah, we're yeah. like, oh shit, we're gonna die, and you know, yeah. all the computers are gonna go down, and we're like, we just I guess we wanted to experience it together. But uh, you know we're there in this front yard, yeah, and that was New Year's. But oh my God, my mom, sorry, Basil, man, <laughs> my apologies, bro. And ever since that day, it ever was since like that day. Yep. <laughs> well, we have. I'm uh, formally apologizing. We have Kathy that came on and she said, "Stay single and follow your dreams." Mm-hmm. Pretty straight and basic, right? It's pretty hard to do for kids nowadays. What What do the kids feel like they need to have? Somebody. Somebody. So young, you know it. That's not honestly, man. I think it's. Were we like that? Some of us uh, were. Some of us were. Louis was like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was on lockdown. I was on lockdown. Man, since I was like sixteen, I think, bro. Golly, I didn't do the single thing. You know that? Yeah, you always had somebody. On. I mean, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> 
She knows. I'm she kidding. knows. I'm kidding. She knows. No, but Louis Louis was a stud. That's why he was a stud meister. I was off, I was off the market, bro. Yeah, every single time he was like, "Oh, what's the oh, there he is with somebody." Oh boy. And then uh, last, don't hate me, Sabrina. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah, Porky Bridge. I can feel the eyes like just <laughs> going through the wall. They're oh, like man. burning the back of my head, my bald head. Then we had a uh, Michael. Um, he said. Invest in houses, puto. <laughs> that's his, that's his exact quote. That that is words to live by. When you know you what? Call, you know, <laughs> when you think about it now, man, and you see people that are doing it, right? It it is literally like a gold mine. You selling houses? You, you, flipping them, flipping, renting them. Yeah. You know, oh, they, like yeah, honestly, yeah. man, that's that's. That's just money flowing in mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. and if you manage it correctly, you you can you can make a pretty good living. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so that's not bad advice, actually, for people that are are coming out and maybe don't know exactly what they want to do yet, and and that's that's I think a way to right. go. That's, that's actually that's, a way to go. You can go yeah. and and buy a house for man thirty, forty, fifty thousand. Yeah, put some money into it, Turn flip it, it, and then you you make some double money, it, and then you just keep more. doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm actually kind of jealous of uh, this this guy. Um, I knew him when he was 21 when I was working for that phone company that I mentioned in mm-hmm. the last one. Uh, the dude was young, man. He was 21, right? And I see now what he's doing. He's, man, he's making buku bucks, man. Because he, he was smart with his money. He knew what he wanted to do with it. He got into uh, there's these things that that people are doing with Amazon. Mm-hmm. There's a way that they can make money and they bring people in and they can make more money. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's it's a different type of thing that they do with Amazon stuff. Well, this dude, he just he's about to open a fitness place by himself. Yeah, literally, like by himself, him, his wife, and I, he might have had one person, but. A whole like a grandiose yeah. fitness place. Yeah. And and he's and he's just going, dude. But yeah. he started when he was twenty one. Yeah. 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 And I mean you start like, investing when you're young. And it, he's real smart with his money, man. He was really smart. That's the thing, is there's some people that can make money and then they just blow it right away, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but if you start if you start investing and yeah. investing, you know, when when you talk about investing, you're putting money into something that you're gonna get a return in yeah right yeah and when you start doing that at a young age man you, yeah that, you can you can retire early which is the hardest thing to do because when you're young you, you want to spend money want to do money you want to spend money you want to go here you want to go there and there's no you know there's no risk yeah. i guess you could say because you're just like ah you know I'm yeah young. i'm gonna make yeah, more money we next were week, all so, there it's yeah. not like you know I, I, you know, we were all the same, okay. Yeah. In some ways, you know, we we didn't save our money. We didn't go like we should have went to school. Like yeah. I should have went to school. I, I I see that now, and and now I think a lot of people see that uh, now they're thirties, forties, yep. and they're going back to school. Yep. And they're making that change. Like they're like, you know yep. what? I should have did this before. Yeah. And now that they really have the opportunity, they're really taking advantage of it. I know a lot of people that went back to school, dude, and they're in their forties already. I'm like. <sighs> Yeah, it, 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 it's tough, something to do. but it, you know what? It's possible. And you know, the, the, there's one person that I saw do that. My, I saw my dad. Mm. My dad. So he went into the military, right? And yeah. he, I mean, he was in the military for 36 years. But right towards the end, maybe the last 10, 15 years, 
I saw him, he started going back to school. He uh-huh. started doing some online classes and he did some classes at you know certain colleges. Right. Then he ended up going to um to TOU. Oh, right? really? And then he ended up getting a degree and he got a teacher's degree and so he started teaching. No way. Um, but I saw that and, and he used, of course, he was smart because he used the government's money, right? right the right, money from, right. the, from the military yeah, yeah. to be able to go to school, go to school free, you know, or, or they pay for most of it. And he was able to do that and he went, taught for a little bit. He was a coach for a little bit. Yeah. Um, then, you know, he just continued doing what he wanted to do. And, and that was the thing. When I saw him do that, I was like, man, it's never too late to go back. It's really yeah. not. You know, I talked to Sabrina, and, and, and she's mentioned some people that are in her classes that she's gone to, right? And she's like, man, there's people that are, that are you know, they're older, and they're there going back to school. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's a lot harder, you yeah. know, of course, right? It, or it depends. It could be a lot harder, and it could be a lot easier for some people because right. now their kids are already grown, yeah. they're already out of the house, could be and they're able to now do that. Right. Um, but you do see, like, man, I wish I would have done that when yeah. I was younger. You know, I was telling that the same young man that I was talking to yesterday, I said, look, if you don't know what you want to do and you don't have a goal, and he did, right? He says, I want to do the academy. But this is to other 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 young people. If you don't have a goal or you, it's not that you don't have a goal, you don't know what you want to do yet mm-hmm. as a career. Right. I will tell you this. You can't go wrong with majoring in business. You can't. Yeah. Because right this is all it is it's making money right right that's what you're trying to do. managing make, money, make money making money um and so honestly if you have if you don't know anything if you're if you don't know that you want to go into the medical field or or athletics or to be a teacher or or whatever right right you don't have that like i know what i want to do i would i would make business you know one of your majors and say this is what i want yeah. i'm going to go for that you're gonna have to take take stats. You're gonna have to take all these maths. You're gonna have to take all, everything. But you know what? It's gonna it's gonna benefit you. It's gonna right. be beneficial. That word that we right. used before. Oh, beneficial. Be beneficial. You know, learn uh, how to later speak Spanish too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or English. Or don't be like Uncle Porky here and and hate math and and not go to school. You know, and I guess you know when I really think about it, I, I mean, I I, sh- I should have you know pushed a little harder. You know, I and think then, we all should. I think been. we all you know we could have done that. What else you got, Louis? Uh, well, that's all I have for that that question. Okay, so the other question was, uh, or, or it wasn't a question; it was another. It was a statement. The statement. Yeah. yeah, Big Red is better than Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I said what I said. And all these, and and like I mentioned before, uh, I'm not that smart to think of these questions. So this, these are coming from uh, was it Texas memes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Texas memes. It's on Facebook. So some some of these questions, and it's it, they're good questions because I mean, obviously, it has to do with Texas. But I don't know, Doctor. Well, okay. Well, let's look at this. Uh, what do you call it? Regional. Okay. So if you look at a regional, I think a lot of people from the, from where Dr. Pepper originated from, which was Waco area, mm-hmm. I think somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's I, Waco. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I bet they that, actually have a Dr. Pepper museum. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, I think that area up there obviously is just Dr. They're Pepper. They're sold on Dr. Pepper. But down here. Well, honestly, well, Texas. What? Well, yeah, yeah. So Texas. Yeah. So Big Red, of course, is it's well, a South got, Texas because we got the barbacoa and Big Red. Thing, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a Texas thing, you know, to the point where, man, I have people oh, that yeah. I know people that when they come to Texas, they stock yes. up on Big Reds and they oh, take them home. Right. That's what my cousins used to do. You know, all my, the time. my godfather lives in California and he's from here. Mm-hmm. And every time he would come, he'd take a few cases of Big Red, take oh, them yeah. back home. Yep. He finally started finding it. At the Cracker Barrel, Cracker, Cracker Barrel over there in California. In Big, Big Red? Yeah, so oh, he goes buy some whenever he, you know, whenever he can. <laughs> um, like me, I'm a, I'm a fan of both. 
I, I can yeah, drink both. Yeah, I, I can I drink like both. Like, you know, There's I, some I people don't that don't like Dr. Pepper to save their life. Really? If that's all there was left, they wouldn't drink it. They would drink water. Wow. Which is good, too, I guess. Water, well, it's better but... for you, but... <laughs> I mean, it's not soda, but it's not good. It's not ugh, There's no flavor. But we did <sighs> have we did have a comment. Um, well, we had Sebastian. Uh, he he just he just put a meme. and He was like, "Yep, yeah, like right, big red." That's the thing. <laughs> um, but Chrissy, who you know, who we love her comments, man. She's always coming out with some comments. Um, she says she's never had big red. But see, well, she's I not can't... from here. True. She's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, from yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, right. That's right she's that's from right, Philadelphia, right. right? Her and her family's from Philadelphia. And then it took me a while because when you when I saw that, I'm like, wait a minute, how could you not have to? And then I remember. Yeah, she's not, yeah. She's However, they've been here for a while. Right. But she still never had big red, and you know, you 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 commented, it's about time you did, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, is that gonna make me a true Texan? <laughs> and I said, well, we got some work to do with that. <laughs> However, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah. Okay. It's like, how do you not have big red? Yeah, exactly. That's just weird. But you think about, you remember uh, SEMA. Oh, yeah. Do you remember SEMA yeah. red? Yeah. That yep. was pretty big, too. It was. It might have even been more popular than, For a while. than big red. For, For a, a while. while. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because I remember that growing up. I mean, if you don't, you're not you're not old enough to know what yeah. SEMA red. It's not around anymore, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't, I've never I'm, seen it. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. But yeah, after Sema, that came out the Fanta and then came out yeah, all the other, yeah, all the yeah. other red totas. Yeah. But to not have Big Red, I think we're going to have to have a Big Red party. Well, you know, and did you ever have the Big Red gum? Yes. It wasn't the same. Well, it was spice. <coughs> wasn't it spice? Oh, you remember the uh, Big Red popsicles? Yes. <laughs> well, shoot, I used to make my own popsicles with Big Red. This no, is put yeah. The just, <laughs> just put I them make, in the ice tray. Yeah, I used to make Big Red ice cubes, man. <laughs> That's how you do oh, it. Oh, man. You know, I see the kids doing that a little bit more now. Um, they look for stuff to put in there, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm like, stop putting stuff in there. <laughs> but, you know, they do it, and I'm like, man, I remember being like that. There's and, stuff you can buy on Amazon now to yeah. do that stuff. Uh, I'm trying to give people money. <laughs> trying to do things free, bro. <laughs> uh, um, We're all about some, saving money here. Yeah, I had some other comments, man. I had some uh, some people give some feedback to um, to our actual uh, the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you had a yeah, you had, had a quite a few one. actually. Right, 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 right. So I had uh, I had Stephanie come on and she was like, she was talking about the Spanish, right? And she's like, I didn't use my Spanish until I moved to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So she's from Michigan. Um, and she's like, as an adult, I lived in Phoenix for six years and Alabama for five, and man, so she was she was traveling. She was I traveled across the southeast for three. And when she was in retail management, <clears throat> she would have Hispanic people come into the clothing store and speak Spanish to coordinate stealing from the store. Because <laughs> that's the only time I would use it. So to, to surprise the shit out of them and get them to leave the store, she'd you start to speak Spanish, Spanish right? Aside from that. Güerita. Exactly. Yeah. Aside from that, as much as I would advertise my being bilingual on my resumes and applications, nobody ever cared. So right. when I moved here about seven years ago, I learned in the first week that most of SA doesn't even really speak it, but I definitely use it regularly even more here, and it feels good to be able to do so. Yeah, to right? freak people out. Yeah, to freak, <laughs> to people, freak out. people out. To freak people out. It's like, oh, oh shit. Um, she also had a comment on the, on the food. She said she loves Chris Madrid's. Yeah. She loves Chipotle and yeah. Peter Piper's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she absolutely hates mi tierra. Yes. And agrees that it's a touristy spot. Yeah. Um, but she does not agree with our Domino's 
Oh, God. Because the Thin Crust Hawaiian is her favorite. No. So. No. That just shows she's not a true Texan. If, so. Well, let's see. Like, <laughs> if, I want, if I'd rather have uh, H-E-B pizza, if, if, if you put Domino's in front of me, I'm going to eat that H-E-B pizza. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Honestly, oh, I might even trap. have the the the, the Totino's pizza before <laughs> yeah. that Domino's on the four pack because I four eat the pack, whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So then um, I had um, oh, so I had I had Christina come on and I had mentioned her in the last episode. We didn't get time to share her her feedback, but we were talking oh, about yeah, yeah. you know different places, right? Right. So oh, she, she had a long list. she had a long right, list. Right, so she's right. a she's an avid traveler. Um, right. She goes, let's start at home. So she's from here. <laughs> she's Mitiera. Uh, Mi Tierra Cafe and the Pandaria in Austin, uh, Taqueria Muncho, they're all overpriced, bland, and really, it's just for the experience. Mm-hmm. You go to Austin, she says, Oasis, a very touristy spot. It literally sits over Lake Travis. Oh, you have a great places. view, right, right whenever right. there's water. Right. You have a great view. <laughs> um, but she says it's overpriced food. You know, you're just looking at the view of, of that, right? In Dallas... She goes, it doesn't disappoint on the raves about their hot spots for food. Um, uh, I might, I might. You would know. Yeah, you I would might know. say, yeah, I think she's gone to some good spots because we've been to some spots where, again, I think you're there for the experience. You're there for um, the the stuff they have going on besides the food. Yeah. Uh, it's not that, it's not that great. It's really not. <laughs> uh, San Antonio is way better than Dallas. I'll tell you that. Uh, oh, Phoenix, yeah. she says, Francine's is not, a, is not good. I didn't like it at all. They have bone marrow that they add to the pasta, and it had no wow factor. What the? F- and then she says, and all Mexican food outside of Texas is trash. Trash. And I mean trash. <laughs> In Denver, Casa Bonita, trash. Federali is also just regular, nothing with a wow factor. Al Ear is a barbecue spot, and it's nothing like Texas. Yeah. Chubby's Burger spot is just a burger. The cheese fries, <laughs> trash. And she goes, I actually got sick. Oh. She also has been to Hawaii. She says, Hawaii. So they have a cookie store. Uh, it's called Cookies at Honolulu Cookie Company. Expensive and nothing out of the ordinary. Very, very ordinary. Uh, Leonard's Donuts is all the hype. And no, I did not like their popular donut. It was gross. Just a filled donut, but the <laughs> island favorite. So um, that's... That's her. Uh, that's her comment that's, on the food. And but that, yeah, that's like that's world traveler right there. Yeah, this girl is traveling like, like crazy. Over. I mean, I mean that, and that's like that's when you travel. Like you say, you like to travel. You know, yeah. or, or you know, you know, instead of being here, I keep my feet here in the ground. But like, I think that's the one thing you want to do when you go to different places is try the tra- food. So okay, so so try the food. I'll tell you, this is the difference between me and her. Me and Sabrina. Uh-huh. Me, I'm. I'd rather be safe. Yeah. And know that I'm going to eat something and I'm not going to be in the bathroom throwing up or going to the bathroom, <laughs> right? All day. Like Don Pedro's. Yeah. So she loves to try different things. So yeah. if we're literally going into a new city or we're going into wherever we're going, before we even get there, she's already looking up spots. We're going to try this spot. We're going to try this spot. We're going to try. And I'm like, first of all, I'm hearing ching, 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 right? <laughs> And then second, and then she may not even like it. Yeah, and then second, I'm like, man, it doesn't seem safe for me. Yeah, me, I, I have, I have stomach issues. So like, I'm like, man, <laughs> do I really want to try this stuff? You know, I'll tell you this: how it, we do it. She, she loves seafood, right? It's yeah, it's us, right? She loves seafood. 
And so everywhere we go, she has to try their either their crawfish or oh. crab or something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So every time we go to a place like that, we show up and she orders this massive freaking meal. <laughs> you know, I want a pound of crawfish. I want a pound of shrimp. I want a pound. I want this, this, this. And I'm like, let me have chicken tenders. <laughs> like a kid, right? Like a kid. Like a kid. Just like stay safe. Gonna, hey, burger. Can you have a burger, please? Just stay safe. <laughs> Just stay safe. Just stay safe, man. Yeah. That's, that's the name of the game. But we like everybody's comments. Yeah. Keep bringing them. We yeah, want to share them. We need them. We want to hear them. And people, drink your big red. It's like a vitamin down here. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, we brought, posed a question um, on Facebook and... Uh, we had talked about uh, deadbeat dads. We talked about uh, the um, uh, child support thing in one of the previous shows, and uh, that got kind of got us thinking of uh, if there are deadbeat moms or just bad moms in general. Well, you know, and I think the we talked about deadbeat parents, but the majority that that was mentioned was about the dads because that's the majority of the people that are usually absent or or or, or gone. But the statement that was put on on Facebook. Uh, was deadbeat mothers exist i'm tired of y'all acting like it's always the dads and we had some feedback um you know unfortunately it's true and and people are saying true 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 but we actually have someone here that has a story and we're gonna go ahead and introduce them and bring them in so uh i have a buddy of mine um that i've known before and i've and i've seen him post some stuff on facebook about you know uh some issues that that he might have had uh, so I thought that he'd be perfect to bring on uh, so that we can hear his story. So uh, Larry uh, is, an, is an old friend of mine. Uh, I knew him from uh, Our Lady of the Lake. Larry, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. All right, man. How you been, Larry? I'm living the dream, just like you, sir. <laughs> Larry was actually a, a mentor to me, uh, to be honest with you. When I, when I first got to Our Lady of the Lake, uh, was it 95 or 96? Do you remember what year I met you? 95 yeah, or? Yeah, I think it was 95. 95, right? Yeah. yeah. So I met Larry then, and uh, he. So a little background on that. Because you know, my parents were really, really strict, right? Yeah. So uh, he actually went to my house uh, and talked to my parents. And and asked them if it was okay if we, if we could go because we were having an outing for uh-huh. this uh, fraternity. What what was it? Uh, it was a fraternity. Fraternity Alpha Phi Omega, man. Right, that's right. And and so we were having this thing. Where we were having a scavenger hunt. We were gonna have it downtown. So my parents again were really strict. And he actually took the time to to go to my house and he talked to my parents and he said, you know, he's gonna be with me. He's gonna be fine. Uh, so then that's just the kind of guy that Larry is. Uh, he's real, real kind, real gentle. So some, so somebody should have taken that that approach <laughs> right. and that advice, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and he wouldn't be the bad influence <laughs> no, that man. he is today. So uh, not Porky. You lived on Abacus, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. He's that's still there. Good yeah, memory. He remembers. Yeah. Shit, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're both old. We're all old. But uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, Larry. So we were talking about. Um, this uh this situation or this issue that we had and uh i know that you had uh, brought up some stuff uh before uh and we just kind of want to hear your story we just want to you know uh get your side of it and uh because i'm I'm sure it was you know 
pretty bad. But uh, can you maybe just kind of start from the beginning and, and let us know, and then we might have some questions for you? Yeah, of course. So um, I, I was, I was, I've been married twice, and the first time was very brief uh, with someone that was just kind of out there in their own little world. Uh, but the second time was the major one. Um, I met my ex-wife uh, through work probably about, I don't know, 15, 17 years ago, something like that. We dated for a couple of years, and then we got married. And then um, we had talked about kids. Uh, she mentioned that um, she never wanted to have kids. Uh, like, you know, biologically, it just didn't appeal to her. So we went through the foster care system. Mm-hmm. And we adopted two little girls who um, obviously had come from a bad background. And everything was good. You know, we went through all the background checks, the training, everything they teach you to be a a supportive parent and a loving parent. And everything seemed cool. And then after the adoption was completed, uh, she took a 180. And um, that's when things really, really, really went south. And so she was emotionally abusive to the kids. She would haze them. She would, you know, talk shit to me all the time. Right. And, and I mean, it just, it really got out of hand. And um, it got to the point where I, I actually called CPS on her. Really? And, uh, anonymously. But they could never prove anything. And but when she would have these little incidents with the, with the children, I would discreetly take pictures behind her back, just in case something might happen. Right. And uh, sure enough, you know she tried to petition me for in, for custody when we filed for divorce, um, and not because she wanted him, but just to spite me. Yeah. And uh, that's when. Uh, I had background to prove that she was an unfit parent, and subsequently, she gave up her parental rights altogether rather than try to correct the situation for herself or for these children that were hers, and we haven't seen her since. Wow. And so I've been raising my girls 100% of my own for the last four years, and um, no no child support, no no other parent, nothing, nothing like that. So, um, you know, but it... it it is what it is, and it's all good. And things, te- everything happens for a reason. Right. So, um, yeah, and, and we still work in the same industry, which is kind of weird. So, um, we knew a lot of the same people and things like that. So, what was there? Was there a day um, that, you know, what, what, how was that day that you maybe you just finally realized, like, you know, fuck this, like, I, I really got to you know, I really got to get out of this or I really got to figure out a different situation. Uh, the, the, I remember the culmination, the defining moment was, you know, we were trying to buy a house and we were talking about it at dinner one night and she was, you know, pretty much telling me how she wanted things done. Cause she, she was a very A type personality. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just said, you know what? I need a break. I just said, this is, I can't do this anymore. I were at the dinner table and she's like, well, what does that mean? I don't know what a break means. That means, so I said, I, I need, I need time to think if this is what I really want to do. Yeah. And, um, she kept pressing me, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know? And so I didn't know what it meant at that time, 
but um, about a week before that, we, my daughter had celebrated her 10th birthday. On her 10th birthday, we, we, she, my daughter had CCD that day, and she came running out of the classroom and jumped right into my arms, mm-hmm. not because I was the preferred parent, but just because she didn't see my ex-wife. Right. And, and my ex-wife snapped and started screaming and cussing and, you know, right there in public. She's like, you know what? I know you, you know, I knew it all along. Those kids don't want me. They just want you. And, and I was like, chill the fuck out, you know? So she made a and scene. Then, she made a scene, yeah. And she kept on in the car and we were going to go have lunch, I remember. And we got to the restaurant and she was still going ballistic in the parking lot at, at, at South Park Mall. Everyone was like all watching, you know? And, you know, because that's what, that's what the hood does, right? And so, <laughs> you know, uh, she, got, she got in my face and said, you know, if you, if you don't, you know, if you keep this up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over there and break your kneecaps. In front of everybody, in front of my kids. And my daughter, my youngest daughter jumped in front of me and screamed, no, don't hurt my daddy. Really? Yeah. And, and she, she just marched off in a huff. And then, like, yes, a week later, I just said, you know, I need out of here. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I got a question, Larry. How, um, yeah. how old were the girls when you when y'all adopted them? They were seven and eight. Seven and eight. So just just a question. Do you think that already having them that far in age either had anything to do or, or played a part? Or do you think it, that would have just been her... Um, either way, whether y'all y'all would have gotten them when they were younger. You know, that's a, that's a good question. She had mentioned before when we started this that she had wanted someone younger, like maybe four or five. And she just kind of said it in conversation. I don't know how serious she was about it. But she said, you know, if we get a call saying that there's kids that are available, um, I'll let you decide yes or no. And so I got a call and they told me about these two little girls and their background and the parental rights had already been terminated. And so that, that, that kind of helps if you try to adopt kids. And so I said, yes. And, um, so, you know, that, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know if, if that would have been the case. Um, I, I, I think a lot of this resulted from her own personal childhood trauma because she herself was had a rough upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so she chose not to address that because for whatever reason, she didn't want to. And it just turned her into the person she was. My kids today refer to her as Satan. <laughs> and so that's, they didn't say her name. They just call her Satan or the devil. Uh. And, well, Larry, I have a, first of all, hats off to you, because although society tells us as parents, this is what we should do, right? We should be putting our kids' protection and safety and mental um, health at the forefront. Um, typically, it's it's the mother who takes on that nurturing role. And what society tells us is, like, mom's supposed to protect you. And mom, according to the courts in today's world, especially in Texas, they favor with the mom, and the mom always gets them um, or they assume that she's, you know, the, the more nurturing, protecting parent, especially in a separation or divorce, especially when it's an adoptive um, blended family. And so um, hats off to you for for fighting that um, that stigma, I guess, and that that society societal expectation and then following through, because I know it's not easy um, to go through all of that and then 
not just for show and not just for the benefit or the in spite of your ex, but because you genuinely care about the future of your daughters and um, and just fighting for them and going to bat. But I had a question. Was it hard for you when you went to court for this? Like, did they combat you or did they give her the upper hand naturally? Like how they say in court, this is like this is a common misconception in courts. Like, oh, mom always gets the first the first take. Like they always side with mom. Did was that the same case in your scenario in your situation? Very, very much so. The system is so biased and taught against males because everywhere I went, every every situation I had. I was the bad guy, mm-hmm. no matter what, and just because I'm a guy. Yeah. And, and um, I, it angered me so much because uh, I'm the nurturer one. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm, they, my, their nickname for me is Maddie, which is a combination of mommy and daddy. Mm, I, that's I, adorable. I do both. I do both roles. And so I was always the nurturing one and stuff like that. But according to the system, I'm a bad guy just because. I'm a guy and I hated that and I still hate it and I fight it to this day um, with a lot of uh, father's advocacy groups because I know not all dads are deadbeats I know not all dads don't care you know uh, because that's that's our reputation is we're just in it to get lucky and that's it and uh, and even when I go to school with them I'm always the only dad at parent-teacher conferences i'm the right. only dad at these pta meetings i'm the i'm and their friends even tell them like well doesn't your mom do anything because you know our mom does everything and they're like no you know my dad does it all yeah and so uh, you know i i have a ton of female contacts at school and, and all that other stuff so but yeah it, it it's very much a real thing and it's something i despise and I don't know in my lifetime that that will ever be righted, but um, I know that not all guys are bad. You know, I, I wonder because they the way you say that they mention her or talk about her, I um, I just wonder if it's because she wasn't mom, meaning like y'all adopted them, and then for her actions, it was easier to separate to kind of disassociate with her because she really wasn't mom you know i i'll tell you just an experience that i have um one of my sons um his mom was not the greatest she was really really bad she had cps called on her by her own mom um she had three kids at the time and no she had four kids at the time and she had them all taken away and when we went to court it was four kids, four baby dads, <laughs> all four, four different guys. And um, they were the state was taking them away from her. And she when we went to court, it was the same thing. She was battling like, hey, I'm the mom. They're the dads. They're not, you know, we, they should come with me. And just like you, I had so much background that I was able to show. And they were able to say, hey, no, you know what? The kids are going to go with their dads. Um, to the point where she in court she tells her lawyer I want all these guys drug tested (laughs) right and so the judge agrees and says okay everybody's gonna get drug tested so I went to you know my lawyer and I said hey she needs to get drug tested as well so they did they tested all five of us and every single dad came out clean and she was the only one that came out dirty (laughs) right and so 
Let, let me tell you how bad she was. To the point is when CPS went to go remove the kids, they didn't have our phone numbers. They went to go and they asked her, I need the father's phone numbers to call them because they need to come pick them up. We're taking them away, but we're going to give temporary custody to the dads. And she refused to give them any numbers. And they told her multiple times, if you don't give us numbers, we're going to put them in the boys' home, in the, in the children's home. Right. And she completely was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And sure enough, when they removed them, they put them in a shelter and they were there for weeks until we had our court date. So she literally did not care about the kids. I mean, this is how, if they couldn't see this, you know, at that time, of course the court, when it played out, it, it, it came into our favor, but to, to, to risk your kids going into a shelter and into a, an environment that one was foreign to them and two is not a great situation. I mean, they're literally, it looks like a prison. They're literally sitting in, in bunk beds. They, it's, it's really, really bad. And she was okay with them going there rather than going, them going with their dads. And um, you're right. Men always have that, that, that reputation. And it, it, it is what it is because, unfortunately, there are a lot of dads that, uh, that are absent from their kids' lives, especially when there's a situation between the parents. The dads are easy, It's easier for them to get up and walk away. And the mom stays with the kids. So we understand that. However, I agree with you. And I think a lot, I think all of us here would agree with you. And I think there's a lot of people that listen that would agree with you that not all dads are like that. There are actually some good, some good guys out there. Yeah. The, the thing that I saw when I was in court, cause I, I also have gone, um, for my kiddos, um, unfortunately. And the thing that I saw immediately, and I was kind of mad cause I, I was expecting like some backlash or some, some questioning, um, I did file and it was um, agreed upon that that's what we would do because it was best for the kids' futures and we were separating, but they shouldn't have to suffer. But then when we got there, um, of, of course, the other party wasn't happy about it because then he realized very quickly that the courts weren't on his side. And I kind of also at the time was like, well, duh, like you're not as active as you were. You know, I was kind of the I really was the primary in every context possible. I was the primary custodian and I was doing everything. He couldn't even tell you what grade they were in. He didn't know their shoe size, didn't know anything about them. But um, I, I expected, like, I had this whole case put together. I had messages. I had pictures. And expecting, like, the, the judge is going to come after both of us for sure. We're going to have to prove, you know, who they, they need to be with, who's the best option for them. But it was actually quite the opposite. When we showed up, um, they didn't ask me much of anything. It was pretty much decided that it's going to be 50-50, mom's taking custody. And I just was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, we're not even going to ask any questions. <laughs> and it was almost like the innocent until proven guilty was not the case when it comes to dads. It was really guilty until proven innocent. Like, they had to prove yeah. without a without even an ounce of doubt that mom was not competent or able to take care of the kids financially, emotionally. And and believe me, he tried. At that point when he realized he had to pay money, he he really tried. <laughs> Um, and I just kind of looked at the judge like this isn't this isn't real this isn't true it's not factual I have proof you know but even then she just she because of his approach and the way that he came about and came off very ignorant and angry and emotional and she and arrogant she knew right away like this is just this is just um, out of spite this is just him realizing that he's gonna be on the back end of this and having to pay money when she realized like oh now he has to argue and now he has a rebuttal but it was never even a question she didn't even know him and for her to immediately just assume mom's taking the kids I was like wow like that was easy like I didn't have to do anything 
And then I see, you know, my honey and he had to go and like hire a lawyer. He had to go and like <laughs> pay all this money. He had to yeah. fight like tooth and nail. You couldn't get just a court appointed attorney. You had to actually pay, you know, retainers fee. You had to keep them on standby just in case they tried anything crazy because it was so easy for the court to be like, mom deserves to have the baby and not even I mean I could have been a murderer they had no idea who I was up until that point they had not they didn't know anything about me other than what paper shows right with background but he could have been right and they never questioned it and it makes me think to this day like how many kids have been ripped from the good parent the custodial parent whether it be mom or dad because the judge just automatically assumes right that mom deserves to have them you know yeah oh it's, yeah it's unfortunate you know, and I and I applaud you, Larry. Um, you did you did the right thing, which is the documentation, and that's one thing that I always stress to a lot of people. Um, you know, I, I even stress it to 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 Sabrina and to everybody else that I talk to that dealing with some type of a situation. Documentation is very important. When I when I hired my lawyer, my lawyer right away said it's going to be we're going to start off at you know thirty five hundred. We're going to start off at about four thousand, and that's just to start. After that, depending on how many case i know how many courts we have to go to everything that we have to do it's probably going to go up just letting you know but when i showed up with all the documentation that i had i had i had uh case numbers i had pictures i had text and emails and all sorts of things when i showed up and i handed this to the lawyer the lawyer looks at me and she says i'm gonna charge you 1700 flat and you're gonna have your kid in <laughs> you, less than four weeks. You did all the work. Right? Yeah, and she she oh, literally wow. said that. She goes, "You did all the work for me. I don't have to do any research." She presented this to the judge, and like she said, within weeks. <clears throat> let me tell you how bad she was. She didn't even show up to the court, and both times while we're there, the the judge is like, "Well, she's not here, so case closed." And I'm like, "No, let's give her an opportunity." And I would call her, and she always had an excuse. Oh, I had a doctor's appointment. Oh, I had to take a friend here. Oh, I had to do this. So after the third time, the judge says, you know what? I'm done. You have full custody. If she wants any rights, it's going to be um, supervised visitation. She's going to have to pay. Um, and it just went on from there. And this is when my son was, well, I don't know, six years old, I think. And just like you, I never saw an ounce of child support for years. For years. So... You know, again, I applaud you for one, taking the steps necessary, doing the documentation, but two, also stepping up and being both mom and dad. It's very difficult. It's it's unheard of, you know, a lot. Like it's not it's not very common. It's rare, but there are people and you're 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 the story to tell it. So uh, you know, we, we applaud you. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, and it, I, when everything went down you know, to me, I didn't even think twice. Like, I didn't have to, you know, to me, it was just like a, 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 a no-brainer. Yeah, natural yeah. instinct. Yeah, and it was just instinctual. And uh, I'll tell you, um, that divorce, it killed me financially. I mean, my, all, of, all of it together came over on between 50 and 60 grand. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What, fifth, five zero? No. Yeah. No, 15. No, no, five zero. Oh, five zero. Oh, oh, zero. oh, oh yeah. my God. Wow. Because she kept like fighting me on everything, and she she was better off financially than I was, and so she would do it just to try to you know be difficult, like yeah, out of spite the way you mentioned. Yeah, she fought for custody of our dog, you know, <laughs> and, and it's not because she wanted the dog; she just wanted to piss me off. Right. 
So um, I had to have that put in the in the custody agreement about the stupid dog, you know. And um, so it was always kind of like that. But you know what? What also helped me a lot too is the therapist my kids were seeing. Um, she, you know, because the court says when you, the other parent has visitation, the kids have to go with them whether they want to or not. Correct. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And so the girls would often say they didn't want to go with her, but I didn't have a choice. And um, that's what the law says. But their therapist said that um, that the girls should have a voice in, in if they want to go or not. And because of their backgrounds, you know, forcing them to do something again against their will might actually cause more harm. And so the judge listened and actually said, okay, we'll go if the girls want to go. Cool. If they don't, they don't. And I think that kind of kind of started spinning things in my in my favor because she never got to see him because they never wanted to go with her. And so after a while, she just pretty much you know gave the kids the middle finger. I remember the day you know the last time we saw her, she got in their faces and said, "This is the last time you're ever going to see my face." You know, wow. I'm I'm gonna get you. I don't want you. You know, and. She just turned around and walked out the door. And, um, and you know, the, the girls initially, my, my older girl pretty much says, you know what, ever. I don't, I don't need her. I don't want her. I'm good. You know, I don't, you know, she doesn't have any, any baggage with that. My younger one took it hard because she was felt like she was being rejected again by another biological, by another mm-hmm. parent. Mm-hmm. I like her bio mom did. And, but she's... You know, and she still kind of has something she's processing through all of that. Um, oh, it's, it's going to take time. It's going to take time, Larry. You know, yeah. the good thing that we can say in this case, in this case, the court got it right. In this case, um, the best outcome for the kids is 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 in motion. Uh, and, and that's going to be the thing that, that I think others need to hear that story as well because they need to be able to know that if they're ever in that same situation, um, there there is hope. <laughs> because there's there's people that feel hopeless whenever they're in that middle of that situation and and your story right now is going to be able to be that hope for somebody else i hope so you know and I, I've, I've shared it with other people and um and you know, a lot of people are always like well i can't believe all that happened like say try living it you know <laughs> yeah. and uh but I'm the one that gets to see these girls grow up and, and become whatever it is they want to be. And um, my oldest starts high school next year. And oh, so wow. I, I've, I've been raised, I've had them on my own now for about four or five years. So um, since she was in elementary school. And um, I, you know, it's funny. Another thing, too, I remember going, I, this happens every time I go to the like, Target or Walmart or wherever. And I go, you know, buying them undergarments or bras or something like that. Right. Everybody looks at me like I'm a pervert. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been there, sir. I've been there. You know, I, I get ugly looks from everybody when I'm perusing little girls' underwear or bras right. or something. And I hate it, but it is what it is. And, you know, the girls always say, well, we'll go with you, Dad, so people don't think you're a sicko. And <laughs> I say, you know what? People need to see that that's a normal thing. Yeah. I, I had the discussion with them about bras, cup size versus circumference. You know, we've done the whole thing with menstruation. I've bought them their, their pads, and, you know, and that should be normal for a male. I don't understand why mm-hmm. men can't just do it. It's no big deal. 
you know, and they, I'm just going to let the woman do it. The hell with that, you know? And so they can talk to me about that stuff, and I just talk to them about it, and and I still buy them their undergarments. doesn't bother me, but, you know, I think about that. I'm like, why does that have to be the norm, you know, right. that I can't even, you know, go into a store and buy that stuff or even look at it? It's yeah. true. It's well, true. Larry, uh-huh. um, you know, I've, I've known you, you know, for a while, you know, and uh, I know the, the, the kind of person you are. You've you have a big heart and uh, it doesn't surprise me that you you know that you're doing what you're doing because you know you were you were basically the same way with me and that's why I brought it up because you know we you know you you're a nurturer you care uh, you do I, I can only imagine the you know the help or the or whatever it is that you do for your daughters because you have to do it and you don't you know it's not like you know it's not only because you you have to it's because out of love and and uh, and i know that firsthand uh from knowing you so uh man you know i i really thank you for for coming on and and sharing, sharing that story, story with yeah. us man because you know we always see the other side and we don't see this side and and this side has good sides as well you know mm-hmm. and and because of what you do and because of what you've done and you know i i see your you know your your post you know you're you're very proud you know, you you've posted things about them playing sports and you know trying different things and, and the science and um, your little TikToks that you you guys post oh, with your little music oh videos. God. During quarantine, you know, there was nothing to do, so of course I got on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I used to see videos of dads doing like choreographed dances with their kids, and I said, you know what? Why don't we do that? So after a while, we started having like a little cult following. Of, yeah. People watching our TikTok dances. Nice. We haven't done those in a while. We need to, you yeah. know, uh, especially since they've gotten older. They probably have better rhythm now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and uh, nah, I, I appreciate that. You know, and Javi, just to tell you something, this get this off my chest. I've had this on my chest for the last thirty years. But do you remember your girlfriend in college, Yvonne? You remember her? <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. One time when you had to be at home by your curfew, um, which she used to kind of laugh at behind your back, and I thought that was not cool, but she, we were at a party, and she got tanked. She got smashed, and she actually stripped and tried to make it with me. No way. Yeah, she did in her dorm room because I, I, what I did is I, I was sober. I was DD. Right. I right. made sure she got home to Pacelli, her dorm, and I, and I carried her up the stairs and, and I got her to her room and then she just peeled off her clothes and said, you know what? Javi can't do anything because he's always got to be at home. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I said, you know what? You're smashed. You don't even know what you're talking about. So I put her clothes back on and I got her to bed and I left. Yeah. Good you know, friend. But, I always wanted to tell you about that. I'm like, your girlfriend was not who she portrayed herself to be because, and you remember what her nickname was, right? Well, yes, and that was why I, I remember too because of my nickname was Porky, <laughs> yeah. and I, and he knew that, Larry knew that, uh, yeah. but they used to call her Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 she was very top heavy. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, guys are always like, oh, I love this girl, blah, 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 you know, so, um, I was just like, you know, obviously she needs to know this even now, you know, she, 
you know. And then after that, she never wanted to talk to me. She was probably embarrassed. But yeah, uh, I, you know, and I never told anybody. It was no big deal. But you know, that's just not. I know a lot of guys probably would have jumped on that, but it's just, that's not the right thing to do. Well, that's Way that's a, a good, guy. good friend. That's good exactly friend. you know the the type of person you are, Larry. And that's that's why you know I wanted to bring you on. I wanted you to to share your story. Uh, and it's good to know that story because, <laughs> yeah, yeah so. easily turned into a woman inch <laughs> co- podcast. <laughs> you, you were a stand up guy with her, bud. I'll tell you, you were a stand up guy with uh, her. So, I know, appreciate she, that. Couldn't, couldn't be mature in college, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucking out, I think, too. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she, she got hers, her karma. Oh, yeah, of course. Peaking, they always do, you yeah. know. Like, my ex-wife her karma's gonna get her too yep i the grapevine she finally bought that big beautiful house she always wanted but you know she's gonna live in her castle all by herself mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right yep. and, and and one of my i have a buddy of mine who actually saw her on a dating site i think like bumble or something like that oh my god <laughs> and, and he sent me like screenshots you know she was looking for a man with gentleman values or something <laughs> oh stop so she can control right man That's right. Yeah, you're on the right path, bro. And And, uh, we appreciate you, Larry. We appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, Thank you for your story. And like I said, it's gonna help somebody uh, to hear this. So it really is. It really is doing the that saying where they're like, uh, "Be the change you wish to see," because this is what's wrong with society. um, With when it comes to parenting, when it comes to Texas, uh, the Texas Attorney General. they keep asking for change, and this is exactly what they're talking about: is um, stop siding with the other parents. You're failing these children. You know, you're not really taking things into consideration. You're also not, um, you know, holding anybody accountable. The other parents, um, whenever there is, you know, a decision made, and there's a custodial and a non-custodial parent, or just because in Texas, what I'm aware of, there's no such thing as joint custody unless the other parent just mm-hmm. completely just gives up their rights, right? right, or throws their hands up and says, you know, I'm done. Um, there's no accountability when it, that isn't the case. They're not really holding them to make payments. There's not really, they say that there are, right? We just see too many um, times where it's the women begging for the payment from the dad because the dad doesn't want to come around, but not quite often do they mention that the dads that are having the primary custody are the ones showing up and aren't really begging for payments or just handling business. And that needs to be shared more so that this uh, narrative gets switched and gets turned around and it's not always men bashing. And that's coming from a woman who has been on the other side of a deadbeat dad who didn't show up, doesn't show up, and loves to parade on Facebook with pictures that they steal from my page. <laughs> um, and just take credit where um, there is none to take on their on their part, right? So um, kudos to you. Kudos to Louie, the Louie, for, um, for being the change, for being the difference that we need to see in Texas, but really everywhere. I, I appreciate that, yeah, and and um, I can't believe that's crazy what you just shared, you know. And and I grew up hearing my mom then bash my dad all the time, you know, because my parents were divorced, and so I, I I'm honestly I'm used to hearing, you know, all my female friends bashing their boyfriends or these guys or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It, it and, and like if I'm dating somebody, I'm gonna try to go above and beyond to prove to them that I'm not like a typical male, you know, yeah. that you know, I, I'm, I'm 
I'm not going to do any of those things that my gender is notorious for. And I apologize in advance for that all the time to anybody I've talked to. Yeah. You know, just because, you know, that's the burden that every male carries. Yeah. Yep. All right, Larry. You're well. Again, man, we appreciate you so much uh, for coming on. And, um, you know, maybe one of these days you can come on yeah. live, man. That would be great. Yeah, just let me know. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the, the opportunity. If I can help one person, I'm I'm glad to do so. But, yeah, a- anytime, just let me know. All right, Larry. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Larry. All right. Have Bye. a good one. All right. All right. I had trouble opening that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're old. Your hands don't work the My same. My hands don't work the same. <laughs> oh man, I want to thank Larry for coming on, man. That was uh, it was uh, it was actually probably a little bit more than I than I thought. I mean, I you know I I know kind of what he was going through, but uh, to hear you know the stories of that story of you know what the way this woman was, and it's like, and let me just say like you know I know last week we I, I kind of I was really harsh on the. Uh, USA's uh the the soccer team, right? Uh and I'm not I'm not going to take it back. I'm not I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying that. I'm just <laughs> I'm saying not Yeah, I'm not going to retract anything because I'm not the only one that thought it. No. But uh this is not, you know, something to where it's not a a woman bashing show or, you know, I'm not on like Definitely this not. high horse thing where, you know, oh, we're just we just hate on women. No. The, we've been wanting to put this out for a long time because we've we've talked about the the child support thing, and it isn't always guys. It isn't always you know dudes that that are the problem. And I'm glad that we were able to bring him on. And uh, you know, Larry, he's just a kind-hearted dude, man. He you know he's real genuine, and uh, and I'm glad we could have had him on. So I'm I'm glad we did have him on. So yeah, you know, we had um, uh, Mike made a comment regarding the 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 women's sports and and pay yeah he had other comments too yeah you know well the the one on the on the women's sports he just said you know women's basketball because we were talking about how the the u.s national team you know wanted equal pay and i have something to bring up and well they and and they didn't get equal pay but they did get a substantial raise right right so what we what we learned was that they combined the two salaries that they or or the two incomes that they brought in the men's national team and the women's national team for soccer for right. soccer and so the women's team being knocked out in the in you know the knockout round right. made 3 point something million they only made a certain amount right, right? Yeah. and the men's team made over 14 <laughs> but yet per their agreement right they put the 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 money together now right and, and split this it. this agreement was made by the you, the United States soccer, soccer yeah, thing, yeah. and not just for one side or the other. It was the whole soccer Correct. federation or whatever you want to call it for the United States. Correct. So they, that's exactly what they did. They basically said, okay, how much money did the the men's team make? Okay, and how much money did the women's team make? And now we're going to put it together, and now we're going to separate it. Yeah. So and that was their equal pay. Yeah, so the women brought in $3.25 million. For its round of 16 exit. Wop, wop, exactly. Wop. And that's going to be added to the $13 million the men's team <laughs> earned in Qatar. You know, 10% of that is going to the U.S. soccer, whatever. And then the remaining balance, which was $14.625 million, 
is going to be shared equally between both squads. So even though they brought in 3.25 million, mm -hmm. they're going to share, and the women's team now is going to distribute between the players $7 million. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't remember uh, what the USA did. I don't even remember if they got out of the group play. I don't remember. talking about the men's? Right, the men's. I don't remember if they got out of group play. Yeah, they didn't go far. So they were only going to make a certain amount of money Correct. because of what they where they got. So exactly. if it was only group play, they were only going to make a certain amount of money. Correct. But let me, I guess, let's switch it around, though. So where's the, how is it, now you said making the round of 16, they made $3.5 million. Oh, yeah, they were going to make way more if they would have continued. Of course, if they would have right? continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the men's in making if i don't like i said i don't remember louis might be looking it up so maybe they played group play maybe they made the knockout round i don't know but just the fact that they made 14 million million yep. i mean there is a there is a i mean obviously come on you know for somebody to just make it to group play and then for the for the women just to make the round of 16 there's a huge disparity there. I, so we the do men's, have to say that. The men's team, they, are, they, they also got knocked out in the round of 16. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They lost to the Netherlands, 3-1. to one, uh, and, But they, they brought in but they brought 14 it, million. Right. You know, for and the same round. For the same round knockout. That the women's got knocked yeah. out. You so, know, and so, yeah. So when we're talking about that, right? So then Mike says, you know, we were talking about the women's basketball, how they were complaining about pay as well. And, you know, I made the comment that, hey, well, they don't bring in the same crowd. Yeah. They don't bring in the same revenue. They're not selling the same amount of jerseys. They're not, it, it's, it's not, it's not equal. You want equal, but it's not equal. Right. And so he said, you know, women's basketball isn't as entertaining as UFC, as tennis, <laughs> as boxing. Yeah. Right. So the U.S. women's soccer team is definitely an exception mm -hmm. because they are playing against the entire world. Shit, even women's pool is entertaining. <laughs> He goes, maybe I'm being biased because I love pool, but there are certain sports that I believe should be paid more than others, mm -hmm. women and men. Right. Right. And we did talk about it because we, you know, like you said, we're not bashing women because we no. talked about how some of the, the female entertainers are some of the highest paid. Right. Right. Some of the social media, some of the, 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 the models, women are w higher paid than men. I mean, think about that. Uh uh, Brad Pitt, mm -hmm. Leonardo, and those guys bring in money, but they don't bring in as much They're money as, as, or, yeah, as much yeah, women do. Exactly. So, so yeah. Um, you know, he, he had, he had, you're right, he had a few other comments. He talked about, um, you know, the places that weren't good, the restaurants. He, he agreed, you know, with, <laughs> with a lot of people. Um, he did say people should never disrespect Whataburger by comparing it to In N Out. Oh, that's right. So don't ever do that. <laughs> Um, uh, regarding the Spanish, he said, even though my mom and dad spoke Spanish to us our entire lives, I really didn't learn Spanish until I worked as a life insurance agent. My coworkers were Cuban, Puerto Rican, and from Mexico. Plus, most of my clients spoke Spanish, so I had right. to adapt. So I can hold a decent conversation, but I get intimidated when someone speaks fluently. So I do agree that people should adapt to their surroundings. It will only make you a more diverse individual which is what we were talking about, right. being beneficial right. to be able to communicate with the people that you're interacting with, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> he, he, he made this comment. He says, also, the fact that you even watched the show Friends <laughs> and named all of the characters just goes to show you you have no taste in comedy. <laughs> all right, Mike, we're going to have a, we're gonna have a, a sidebar oh, conversation, me and you, man. bro. 
Um, and then, and then of course, you you have another ally. Woo! Uh, he says you bring up iPhones so much. Yeah. Because you're similar to the Dallas Cowboy haters that bring them up for no reason, <laughs> but yet still watch them. He goes, "That's you with Android." No, sir, because I don't watch Android. I don't care for Androids, and I don't like Androids, yeah, and I don't but use them. In between segments, you were still bringing shit did, up about the Androids. Up, yeah. well, like, your Android uh, wasn't working properly, bro. It wasn't uh, the phone. Bruh. Just to let you know, bruh. people. Okay, well, look. like the kids. Bruh. 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 No. Mom. Mom. No, it's not mom. Mom, it's bruh. Bruh. Exactly. Uh, slap him. Slap him in the... Mm. Man. Bruh. But no, we were having conversations in between, like normal, and of course yeah. Louis brings up Android. So a little background here, and I don't care. I, mean, I, I want to let people know. So we we we've got our, our little mixer here, and unfortunately, I don't know if I've got the wrong wiring. The mixer works. It's it not could the be problem. user error. <sighs> here we fucking go. I mean, it could be user error. When you're used to using an Android, it's just uh, you know. I bet you if I had a connection for the iPhone, it'd still be the same thing. <laughs> you, you know, we're going to test it out next week because I want to get the connection for the iPhone and we're going to see. You still can't take a, p- a good picture at night. Oh. You can't record that's aliens. All you have. You can't record aliens with your fucking phone <laughs> and your iPhone, your piece of shit iPhone. You know, I, I, think it was, I think it was my cousin. He brought it up too. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, our camera. He goes, you always talk about messaging and green. And, and I'm like, bro, because that's what the phones are used for. For messaging, and you're you're ruining my messages, especially oh when you send me God. a video that's distorted. <laughs> I know, I know that we talk about Why? this on the weekly, bro. This? Why? I know. Why? But you know, Louis just... the one that brings it up all the time. <laughs> I do bring it no, up. It's probably me. <laughs> you, you know what though? You know what though? He's right. I do sound like a cowboy hater because that's all they do. They bring up the oh, cowboys for no God. reason. Here we go. For again. no reason. Where's Sabrina? Jesus. B- BT Dubs. Us, man. BT Dubs. What's BT Dubs? So I heard the kids say this this week, right? They're like BT Dubs, and I was Bruh. like, it, it's it's BTW. By the way, yes. So they say BT Dubs. Oh. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> it sounds cool. It See? Sounds cool. We heard it. We heard it. From straight their mouth, from straight the, from their the, mouth. The Gen X mouth. Oh, it sounds cool when oh, they say it, yeah, not when we right. say it. So okay. that that's what it yeah. is. You know what we we just need to bring back our word, our stuff from back in the day. We do a like cap. Well, you don't know what cap means. You don't know what cap yeah, means. Yeah, yeah, cap completely different from yeah. what it means to y'all now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of bust a cap in his ass? Bust a cap. That's what cap used to mean. <laughs> Ah, Lee, I'm telling you, man. These oh kids. God! So BT BT Dubs, B, BT Dubs, uh-huh. and it's not they're not talking about the food either. Exactly. No, it's by no. the way. Oh Jesus! What by else? What do they have? Anything else? Oh no! Anything man. else they want to share? I think, I think we're I think we're uh, we're getting we're, a little over our head on well, that. We're we're getting in the in the crankshaft mode, basically. We are. Yeah, having to bring up these words. <laughs> Ah, this is why we need new topics. If you don't want to hear us talk about iPhones and Androids, and you just need to, you know, when we post stuff out there, you just need to yeah, bring it up. Yeah, you need to comment. Well, a- we do have some current events. We have, we have some current events. <laughs> well, we kind of brought it up earlier. We did. We brought right. it up earlier. Uh, and I'm not sure if all of y'all have seen it. I'm pretty sure you have. Again, it, it's it's kind of been out there. But there was a um, a viral brawl that happened in Alabama, in Montgomery. <laughs> Um, where 
we had some i mean i want to say entitled they were entitled yes they were right? because when you hear the whole story yeah they people were. didn't have the whole story when they first right, came right out, that's exactly right? right but apparently we had there were some there were some people we'll just call them people right <laughs> and they were on a boat and they had been told not to park their boat right where the well, docks at and they and the the Part of the report, which came from the police, because like Louis said before, when the videos were just coming out, everybody was making assumptions. Yes. So they didn't even know who certain people were, who they, what they, what they were part of. What so they on? were making announcements. Exactly. For whoever had this boat, it needed to be moved. Yeah. So they, the, the, the person that was doing it was, I guess it was a boat, boat tour, like right? Boat? Kind of like a. Yeah. So exactly. They were telling them, hey, you can't park your boat here because this is where we you know dock and 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 load and unload and they left it there they they decided not right, to move yeah it. they just left it so the guy ends up getting off going over there and starts pushing the boat himself yes and is. as he's pushing it realizes like all of a sudden people are coming out because they're mad because they felt entitled they were that's my spot that's my boat I'm man here. and so they didn't like the fact that somebody was touching their property right well you're messing with my boat sir so what happens when you try it in a small town <laughs> f around you find out and they found they out because found out, they end up first beating on this guy they went after him first yeah they went the after guy him basically first. you know bum rushed him bull yeah. rushed him, well they, you know, they got in his him, face like, and he's trying to explain the situation right. still and and they're still getting in his face they went from one to two guys to three guys next thing you know there's a group well, I guess he didn't realize that this other guy's group was a little bit bigger. <laughs> and so they end up getting, you know, into this brawl. And if you, like, again, if you haven't seen it, man, just, just, uh, I, I don't even want to say Google. Yeah, go to TikTok. Know. Just go our, to TikTok. Our, our, uh, go to our know, news, our go to news our station. News feed. Yeah, go to our news feed at TikTok <laughs> and, and pull up, you know, Montgomery Brawl. And you're going to see this. And it, it's just ridiculous, man, the because thing, the thing is, there's so many different angles. Yeah. There's so yeah, many right. different ways. There's people on the boat. There's people that are on land. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, I mean, <laughs> numerous swimming. angles. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> you know, it got to the point to where, look, you know, these, these people were entitled. Yeah. And they just figured, well, we're just going to do whatever we want. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they, they paid for it. So I mean, they literally paid for it. You know, I know that we're we're kind of um, tiptoeing around certain things, right? That we're saying here, but I'm <laughs> I'm gonna come out and say it. So, you know how we were talking in the last segment, we were talking about how people have, you know, how dads have reputations, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's unfair because people wanted to make this a race thing at the beginning because you had a group of white people and you had a group of black people, mm -hmm. right? And the group of white people is the people that we're talking about that felt entitled. Right. They felt entitled that, you know, they they were not in the, not so much that they weren't in the wrong, but they were going to do what they like, wanted like, to how do. Dare you yeah, try how to dare move you my do boat? this, right? right. Um, and then it just so happens that, you know, the group of black people come out and will end up whooping their ass. And not just what I mean, they they brought out chairs, chairs WWE, WWE style, I mean, they man. came out, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, no them. I mean, they did barred. the whole thing, bro. Knocking people into the water. I mean, it, it was horrible, right? And then, and then the way people portrayed it when it first came out was like, man, look at these black people that are doing this and how they oh, how course. they acted, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But again, when we talk about a reaction, when you when you expect consequences and repercussions, right? <laughs> So you you when you act a certain way, there's gonna be people that are gonna react, and if you don't want the reaction, 
then then right. that's where you have to think hey maybe i shouldn't do or say yes what i've done right, right? and so unfortunately it it, it was a, a a horrible brawl it didn't uh and it went viral yeah. um but the good thing is the backstory and the different angles and right. now you're seeing the cause of the situation and what actually happened right uh and again if you have any comments on it i mean i i we encourage you go look it up go see it for yourself it is uh it was funny it was it was funny <laughs> but it's unfortunate but it was funny but uh you know when, when I, I i see it because okay now i'm gonna take it a different angle so right away right on tiktok mm-hmm. all you see is people white people mm-hmm. coming out and saying well you know what what was it this grown this grown ass man beating a woman with a chair right and he wasn't beating her with a chair he hit her once however she was sticking her nose she fucked around and, and she found, found out. out because yeah. she got into it now let's put it not i'm sorry women but if you don't want if you don't want that yeah then maybe you shouldn't get into that yeah, exactly because it's pretty much fair game and then it doesn't matter you know and yeah i mean yeah you know guys beating up on women nobody should do that yeah and, and, but and if I, you're trying to defend yourself exactly it doesn't matter who you are if you throw a punch at somebody somebody's gonna punch back well, you know and i think i thought we talked talked about this not too long ago but when first of all women if you don't want to get hit you're right don't go hitting i mean i i've always been taught the same thing don't you, you're not gonna go and and you don't you don't beat on women well, okay but <laughs> but i also have heard the same if you're gonna hit me like a man <laughs> you're gonna you get hit back like a man right and, and and the one thing that it always comes to mind is when i've heard tons of people say this if if you're a woman and you're getting into it to defend your man okay or men right you're really causing more harm because here's what's going to happen you're going in to defend and you end up going to get hit or knocked down right and when that happens your man now has i mean not the opportunity but he has it's like his duty now to go and defend you right and when he does that <laughs> now he's getting hit even more from different angles because now he's trying to protect you right he's and not, guess what now he's getting right because he's finding one guy and exactly then somebody hits her and now he's fighting two guys and yep. three guys or three or four or five yeah, or, or ten or in a chair ten, so or somebody that came off the boat and jumped in the water exactly <laughs> oh man funny funny, funny and stuff. that was my that was the my thing though it was like you know we're i'm like i said i'm gonna take it a different direction because okay people on on tiktok came out and and obviously they were defending uh the entitled people mm-hmm. saying you know how could you let a grown-ass man beat up a woman with a chair correct and yada yada but yet that same person fell silent when the other side was getting beat up exactly and killed and mm-hmm. shot or mm-hmm. doing other sorts of things and you know what i'm talking about yeah so what you know where's the what where you know why why was there where such an the outrage line? on one where's side the line and where is it not right crossed? why is yeah. there outrage from this side and not outrage for this side i mean you you have to see it that way yeah i mean obviously you didn't see anything when this you know when other things were happening right other stuff was going on zip yeah his mouth was shut and now some lady gets her ass beat with a chair and he wants to, well, nah, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. 
Yeah. Now, it, again, like we said, they 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 left around. They found out, <laughs> and um, I, they weren't expecting that outcome. No. I don't think they were expecting to be, you know, have twenty deep come over them and right. then be like, what you know, what's going on? So, yeah. um, lesson learned. Yeah, that's you, definitely. You'd hope, right? You'd but hope. it did bring up a whole bunch of good TikToks. <laughs> A lot, of reenactments. That, a lot of reenactments. A lot, a lot of, of reenactments. A lot of reenactments. The sales of uh, plastic chairs went up at Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, floaties, <laughs> you name it. I saw this one TikTok of this guy said, uh, you know, because of the guy that jumped from the boat mm-hmm. in the water to, to come on land, that the uh, uh, swimming lessons at the YMCA shot up like 200%. <laughs> <Godly>. <laughs> Man, people are ruthless, bro. People are ruthless. Yeah. So there you go, man. I mean, geez. Well, just real quick, another thing that I saw recently, and uh, the flash rob. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. I sent that to you, right? Flash rob. So it's also known as flash mob robbery, um, where it's an organized form of theft in which a group of participants enter a retail shop, a convenience store, in masses and they steal yeah. goods and yeah. other items and and you know ransack the place uh in glendale california just a few days ago um midday at a mall they went into the store and reported an estimated they stole an estimated three hundred thousand dollars worth Shit. of stuff uh i've heard that it's also happened in houston yeah. and i believe it happened um, there was another place in California, I don't know, it was LA, and then I think there was one in Florida. Like, there's been quite a few here mm-hmm. recently, but that one in Glendale was supposed to be one of the biggest ones. I mean, $300,000. Well, there, there's people that, that they have video of uh, in going into Wal- uh, Walgreens. Yep. And, and it's maybe one, maybe two people. Dude, and they don't care that they're on camera. They don't care that they have, you know, some people are recording them. They're just literally just grabbing stuff and putting it in their bags and walking out. There was... 30 people that were involved in this one in Glendale. 30 people. Another so one in, in, in Westfield, Topanga, or something like that. Over there in L.A., they had another $100,000 stolen at a Nordstrom. Yeah. You know, uh, and that one, I think it was like 50 people that oh, ran in there. It, it's just crazy. I'm just thinking somebody's going to get caught, right? I mean, you're probably not going to get all 30 or all 50 people. <laughs> But imagine the fall guy. Right. Imagine the scapegoat. They're going to ask him. Yeah. And then he's going to have to be either either he's going to be tight lipped (laughs) and take the fall or he's going to start singing like a canary and start, you know, yeah. Loose loose lips lips. sink ships, bro. That's right. Loose lips sink ships. uh, That's one thing that I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see. I want to see what comes out of that as well. Uh, Um, Yeah, we we are. That's crazy, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess. You know, you don't know what what other people are going through, but yeah. does it is it? But that is it thirty bad? to fifty people? Is it that bad? To I mean, was that a whole family? <laughs> do you get a group of people just to go steal shit? I mean, you know, because you're right. We don't know what other people are going through. We know that, especially. I mean, we know how inflation is, and we know how things are pricey. I mean, shoot, thirty fifty people go steal some gas because that's <laughs> right. going through the roof right now, man. But I'm just thinking. You know, you're saying, man, what? Some people might be going through, but then you think about it. But it was thirty to fifty people. Like, were they all cousins? Right. Were they relatives? Right. No. What you know, really to me, happened? I mean, I'm I'm gonna assume 
I'm going to assume, you know, we don't like to do that all the time, but I'm going to assume that it was 30 to 50 Nessios that decided, hey, man, I'm going to go and let's go try this. Yeah. You know, maybe they either heard about it, they've seen it, and they said, why don't we see? Why don't we yeah. try? And they leave with hundred to $300,000. You know what I, I speak? It's kind of along the lines of that. What I, what I don't like is uh, when people walk out on bills. Oh. Yeah, at restaurants. You know, we, we oh, talked about that man. whole thing about tipping yeah. and, and how these people, you know, only get paid a certain amount. Um, well, here they come right now. So, yeah. Oh, here's the police. They're on their way. <laughs> so, and, you know, and you see certain videos because they'll post because a lot of businesses will put the video out there because they want to catch them. You know, that that's not money that just that server's making. They're not paying for the food. Exactly. So the restaurant's losing out on money. Well, and not only that, you have... When that happened, so I'm gonna small story, right? We always have a story. <laughs> always stories. So we have a we have a group of friends that we've hung out with, and there's always one this one guy. You know, and I'm not gonna call him out, but this one Do guy. It. Do man, it. No, I'm kidding. I'm he's kidding. literally. It, I mean, he's done it multiple oh, times. Oh my god! You know, in, in, to the point where he's left. You know, some of us and and, and one of our <laughs> other friends kind of like, bro, I have to pick up the tab. Yes, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I think I know yeah. who you're talking about. You know, now, the yeah. same one that was pissing under the table one time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this guy, like, leaves and doesn't realize, like you said, it's not only affecting, you know, the 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 server, it's affecting the the store. But you know, the server is the one that has is responsible yes. now to pay that that's bill. That's what's that's a And when you're sitting there drinking Blanton's, you know, whiskey. A pretty pricey pretty whiskey, pricey shit. And, and and racking up a, a hundred, you know, hundred fifty dollar bill, and then you walk out, oh. dude. That's some. I definitely know who you're talking about. Yeah, now, that's bro. some stuff, definitely man. You know, uh, we we we've had to we've had to circle around and corner him and be like, hey, bro, like you got to pay some of this tab because because we weren't bro. going to allow the the server to have to take yeah. the tab herself. So we we picked up the slack, right? Right. right? It just it just sucks, and man. And I mean, they're, they're already struggling, right? And mm -hmm. and again, we talked about tipping. Like some of these guys don't get tipped. Some of these guys and girls, women, uh, don't get tipped what they should. So you know, they, you know, they might be a slow night. Maybe they're not having a lot of tips, and then all of a sudden, some fucking jerk face wants to walk out on a you know, yep. hundred and fifty dollar bill. I'm like, yeah, that that's out of their pocket now. Come on, man. Yeah, sucks because you're right. <clears throat> You know, anyway. the, the, we did talk about the whole tipping thing and, and you know, how some people mm, feel entitled to it as well. But they're not entitled to being stiffed on the on the check. Right. Man, Nobody wants on. that. Jerks. And they're our friends. <laughs> you know, they're well, your friends. acquaintances. They're your <laughs> acquaintances. We're going to say that. Acquaintances. They, they're your friends, not they're mine. They're friends. They, you know, they wasn't even my friend either. It was his friend. <laughs> yeah, I was just hanging around. <laughs> was that cranky? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. It was his friend. It was Cranky's friend, man. Uh, yeah, Cranky. We love you, Cranky. Yeah, bro. Well, yeah, man. Uh, again, I want to talk. Uh, want to thank Larry uh, for coming on. Um, and Sabrina being another and Sabrina guest. Sabrina being on here. The women's um, perspective. It's always good to have the women's perspective. Yeah. Um, but man, you know, uh, just remember keep following us on Facebook. Instagram, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Tickety Talk. Um, 
Go to Spotify, share your comments there. Oh, yeah, uh, Barbara Gabe's thing today. Hopefully oh, yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Barbara Gabe uh, was having his event. Um, man, I'm going to tell you right now, this guy had uh, almost 800 backpacks. 800? 800 backpacks to give away no today. No way. You know, bro. not all of them had supplies, but for the majority, it, it yeah. was about three, 400. Um, it was going to be another great event. He had, uh, um, you know, again, they were doing haircuts and, yeah. and, and nails and they were giving away switches, bikes, basketballs, Dude. different things. Um, so shout out to all the people that helped organize this. Uh, Gabe, who's been doing it for 10 years now. Um, I told him that next year, man, you know, count me in as well so we can, I think, we can yeah. see what we can do. Uh, I want to bring him on, you know, before he does it. So yes. that way we can yeah. give him that, yeah, we that need time. To keep, we keep track of that. And then, and then even possibly do a, a an on location Remote. type of a thing. Dang, we could Man, we yeah. can, you know interview some of the parents or the yeah, kids and exactly. see how they feel about the situation i mean dude it's 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 something great right yeah. that he again started really small um but it's just getting bigger and bigger every single year and That's so cool, props man. to him shout out to him yeah. giving back to the community i hope man. he hope uh, very very much success yeah i told I, him to I, share I, some pictures so uh that way you know yeah. we get him and we'll throw them out there on on our on our social media as well yeah nah man that's really good to be 800 backpacks dude and you know just to finish off like there's that's 800 you know possibly kids or people that maybe you know they they needed that yeah you know because times are hard and and you know a lot of people you know was it roger yeah put that thing out there so when we were talking yeah. about that so you know what i didn't want to bring that up man so when we were talking about the deadbeat you know the deadbeat uh moms right is that the one you're talking about yeah so you know we were talking about that and and it's just so one of the comments, and we didn't mention it, but it was Roger's comment um, <laughs> when we were saying, you know, they, they, deadbeat moms exist, right? So his comment was, um, man, I know I have it here. Yeah, here it is. So he says, you know, moms that spend $300 on their hair and $150 on their nails and then buy the kids Hill Country Fair bologna and crackers <laughs> for dinner, they do exist, Right. Those that want to go and get free supplies, they do exist. And I'm thinking, I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's just, you can say that about a lot of people, man. It's just, you know, yeah, they exist. They do. They do. But those aren't the ones that we were calling out. No, no, no. I mean, it's, you know, there are people that that are struggling. And, you know, I guess you can look at it both ways. It's like, do you really want to get into other people's business? that way like okay i I don't know i mean we we could we could go off on that you know because it's like it's kind of like know your role yeah stay in your lane yeah yeah yeah. you know here's the thing you 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 mentioned it just a little while ago there are some people that we don't know what they're going through yeah we don't you know we don't don't know hey we don't know if she was using her money maybe somebody paid for her her or paid for her nails right Baby you know, daddy. Baby daddy or sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. <laughs> right? There's some, there's some that that's what it's they do. It's out there and there's you a know? website for it too. Exactly. There is. On fans. On fans. Oh, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's another one too. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's just everybody can have an argument and everybody can judge. Yeah. I mean, the way we talked about, like even when, when Larry was on it, he was mentioning you know, I'm pretty sure people judge me or see me a certain way when they see him perusing through yeah. the, the, you know, the children's underwear and, and stuff. And it's like, people judge right away. Right, right. And they don't know the backstory. He's got to, he's doing what he has to yeah, do. He's doing what he has to do. I mean, and I mean, 
He said himself he's a Maddie. Yeah. He's a you mommy know I mean? and a daddy. And granted, you know, women do what they have to do as well. And, and I mean, sometimes it's $300 hair, you know? I mean, <laughs> it happens. There's some nappy but, hair that they need to work but on. You, but you think about it. How many times? And, and I was doing the breakdown, right? It's funny. <laughs> how many times do women actually do their hair? They do it, what, once every so often, right? You're asking the wrong person. Right. Once every couple of months, once every three months. So let's say they spend $300 on hair. Yeah. I know guys that go get haircuts weekly and are spending 40 to 50 bucks. So you weekly. think about it. Weekly. So you think about oh, it. Let's shit, just say they're bro. even paying $30 a week, right? That's $120 a month. That's $240 for two months. You're actually equaling out the same amount for the hair that the women are spending. Did you see that? I, I, yeah, you know, I was just kind of thinking that? about that. Now, the nails is a different story. I'm, I'm oh, not going to you, know, you know, different story. But However, it's like, it's, it's kind of saying like, you know, sustain your lane, man. Like if people are doing, just let people do what they're going to do, man. I mean, if it ain't bothering if, you. Yeah. Why? If, if it's not affecting you, if, if, why is it bothering you? I don't know. But just stay in your lane and don't worry about it. Like, you know, let them. So know your role and shut your mouth. Yeah, well, that was famous words. Famous words, man. All right. Well, uh, man, again, Louie, good show. Uh, Sabrina, thank you for being here. Larry. Uh, Larry. And thank you, everybody, for the feedback. Thanks for the feedback. Uh, keep Can't in wait touch, to next man. Week. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. All right, later.